0: Welcome back to another episode. I've received some great feedback about my singing voice. I'm going to treat you to some singing again. Can I get a count in, Marv? I'm just joking, guys. I'm I'm not going to sing. I've been told that I've got a ridiculously bad voice. I'm not going to destroy your ears with that crap anymore. So thank me later. So... You guys probably would have noticed that Marvin and I appeared on Inner City Hermit's podcast. So, shout out to Inner City Hermit for having us on his podcast. Much appreciated, mate. And it was a great experience. And on Wednesday night, I actually had a family viewing. So, my family gathered around the TV and we watched the recording on YouTube. It is also on Spotify if you want to give it a listen. And look, my mum ripped into me again. She... She listened to the whole thing and she heard the segment of why Marvin and I are dating and it got to the point where she looked at me and she's like, are you sure you and Marvin are not romantically involved? (laughs) So anyway, I had to uh, dispel those fears and let her know that we are just really good mates and... the end of that so you would have heard in previous podcasts about a certain someone and marvin's ripped into him a fair bit so we thought we'd get him on and give him a chance to respond to those claims so marv do you want to tell us who we've got on the podcast today
1: Yes, I do. I just also want to say, uh, Vams and I are sharing a microphone tonight, so probably won't hear so much back chat
0: from me. You might hear our lips smacking
1: up against <laughs> each other. We can't afford, we haven't had enough use of, a, uh, have, en- have had enough use of or afford that third mic, so we're just sharing the mic. Um, and I noticed when we did the Inner City podcast, you love to hog the mic, so I've got to <laughs> make sure I duck in and... Um, get my voice heard tonight. So, yes, Rahms uh, <laughs> was talking about my lovely housemate who I've known for uh, since when? 2006. So that makes it a good 15, 14, 15 years. Our eyes laid upon each other at Churchland Senior High School in uh, year eight on the first day there, and ever since don't know if he feels sorry for me or whatnot but I had no friends and yeah right they all went to prim- primary school together and I knew no one so he's a lovely man and I don't even know how to introduce him he's just yeah he's my housemate he's messy he can't clean he can cook a little bit stitch and up ma- <laughs> stitch up and he can make a decent uh, chicken curry so without further ado welcome to the podcast Nathan
0: Sloan boys how you going it's a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. It's all right. first ever guest. How do you feel about that? You've been oh. you're the chosen one.
2: <laughs> it's a privilege, mate. It's a privilege.
0: Oh, that's good to hear and look, thanks for taking the time out in your calendar for coming on. It's it's much appreciated. So No, no worries, mate. No worries. That's good. So, look, we wanted to introduce a new segment so we thought we'd try it on you mate so without further ado we would firstly like to ask you what is your double shot connection moment so what i mean by that is i suppose for marvin and i our double shot connection moment was you know those terrorist attacks in sri lanka so the theme of that by what i mean by asking you that Mm. question is what is a life-changing moment Mm. or experience for you
1: Good question. That's <laughs> what <laughs> oh, so you say in a job interview.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Eh? I reckon travel along the same same uh, lines as you guys. I reckon um, traveling, you know, is uh, it's a pretty significant thing. And uh, in 2015, I traveled to Europe with my brother, mm-hmm. uh, which was an amazing experience. I uh, didn't really have a hectic experience like you guys did, like a near death experience, which is. Sounds pretty harrowing, um, but you know when I went traveling with my brother, went uh, to Europe for about three months, um, had the best time ever. But you know you learn a lot. Uh, you learn a lot when you travel. Well, I was living at home at the time, so uh, <laughs> made made heaps of mistakes, lost heaps of money, did heaps <laughs> of stupid shit. But uh, but at the end of the day, it was a real, it was a really good um, good for my growth, good for my maturity, and I guess. Um, yeah that's I guess that would be my double shot moment. nothing really hectic has happened to me in my life so
0: that's awesome <laughs> that's about mate. it yeah. give could you please sort of go into how you sort of learnt and grow from that experience
1: yeah is there a particular story that really sticks oh, out for you from that not, not really I got a lot of uh, pretty inappropriate stories <laughs> that I
2: wouldn't share with your uh, listeners but nah, not really it's just you, you just you just learn how to how to um, organize things for yourself and um, spend money wisely and, you know, you have to trip around and particularly when you're quite immature. I, I personally found that quite difficult. Um, I know Paddy did as well, but he was only 18
0: at the time. Who's Paddy, by the um, way?
2: My, my younger brother, Paddy, three years younger than me. Um, and I was, how old was I at the time? Uh, 22 or
0: something? Tw- yeah,
2: 22, 22. In 2015. Yeah. So... Two peop- two guys hadn't really travelled uh, without their parents before um, overseas anyway, so it was a pretty pretty good experience, <laughs> pretty crazy experience. But I guess you just, like I said before, you just you just become a lot more mature. I remember when I uh, when I came back, I I really started to my, my life changed to a certain extent. I just definitely t- uh, studied harder. Yeah. Uh, I was doing a law, law degree at the time. I was, I was actually studying with Nath Farmer. And Basam, another one of our her? mates. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He definitely has better marks in there, for sure. But <laughs> and I'm the one who actually uh, is a lawyer. or well, getting becoming a lawyer. Um, and I uh, and I got a girlfriend after started, um, after traveling as well. I was a bit um, bit rogue before <laughs> a bit, a bit rogue before um, traveling to Europe and stuff. And just I was having a good time. But yeah, kind of kind of came back and kind of reflected a bit on where my life was headed and stuff and decided to kind of, you know, knuckle down a bit more and try to eventually find a job and, you know, get my life back on track.
0: That's awesome, Uh, mate. And what was sort of the realisation that you had when you got back home that really motivated you to try harder? Was it because of the fact that you knew you had the potential or you weren't trying hard enough? What do you think was a a defining moment?
2: I think I I had itchy feet for a while there. I was a bit over-studying. I'd studied for, like consistently for years, like from high school straight in, mm. and then for about three years, four years or something. So I was a bit studying. I just needed a break, took a gap here. Um, I always kind of knew that I had the ability to kind of perform
0: at uni, <laughs> uh, just yeah. getting a bit emotional there. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: always had, the, yeah, always had the ability, but I just never really applied myself, and I just, I, I kind of was a bit burnt out from um, th- the first few years of uni and school and stuff. So, yeah, came back and just, uh, I kind of became back refreshed and ready to get back into it, and, and then I, I kind of engaged a bit more as well, which which allowed me to enjoy the subject matter a bit more. Yeah, that's more, in my Saw opinion. you a
0: bit more in the library.
2: Yeah, that's, that, that's it. I didn't really study that much before that. That was a bit, yes, and then you, you really don't like it because then you're, you're always stressed about your assignments and stuff because you're not studying. So I, 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 I found that quite difficult and I found that I just just didn't want to go to uni. Just I was like, fuck it, you know.
1: And to give yeah. it a bit of context as well, Nat, uh, Sloney, sorry, um, it's confusing tonight. You're both Nathan. so Slo- yeah. so Nathan Sloane's going to be Sloney and when I speak, and Nathan is going to be Barmer. So when Sloney, um was in high school, I remember he was just studying all the time. You'd, you'd never see him. You got a really high mark in you in your um, yeah twelve exams, and did you feel like after doing all that, you can Yeah, you're saying you were burnt out. So um, yeah, leading into when you first started uni, were you motivated when you started uni? Or was it kind of like? Mm, not really, to be honest. Uh, I was a bit, I was kind of resting on my laurels a bit, mm. I
2: think. I, I kind of studied really hard, and really focused in year 12, got a good mark, got into the, um, the course that I wanted to get into, which was law. And then I was like, I'm done, I'm done that's it i've want like, i've succeeded kind of thing in my head and also you know you're only 17 18 at the time so you've got a lot of growing up to do hmm. and at that stage i was i was kind of in the process of kind of growing up and figuring out figuring out who i was as a person and all that stuff so kind of study you know it was put to the back burner a bit and i was more concerned with uh trying to you Life's know finer things yeah, <laughs> finer things in life like um, kissing your, kissing girls <laughs> <Russian> pop <laughs> yeah, getting you know like UDL like drinking with the boys and going surfing going down south all that stuff which you know you have to do at some point in your life you can't be studying all the time at least I I wasn't that, that, the type of person who could put in a sustained effort over a long period of time so I needed a break and you know my mark suffered over, over that period which is which is fair enough, whatever. And um, but you know, it, you have to kind of come back from that and try to try to recover, and try to repair repair your marks to a certain extent. And now, um, fortunately, I was I, I've managed to secure a job despite that. So yeah, it's been good. <laughs>
0: yeah and i can 100 percent agree with you yeah. sloney because i think around the same time is probably when you and i decided to knuckle down because similar journey to you i was probably burnt out after year 12 like just really put all my time and energy in trying yeah. to get the best mark and you come into your first year you're right you're 17 you're 18 you don't know what you want to do or where you're going to be it's too far ahead to think and so i guess as you said there comes a time when you realize you've got the potential so why not use it and look it and the cool thing is we're at uni for what five or six years so it's it's a journey mm-hmm. right and the main thing mm-hmm. is is that we learnt, we grew we mm-hmm. realized things and we come out the other side better people and i think that's what counts rather than you know it's like oh yeah we could sit here and say oh i wish i got those high distinctions in first year but then would we have become the same people as we are today Yeah, we could have been but maybe not do you know what i mean
2: absolutely um very much agree with that and i don't think i'm the type of person who You know it's not me to be that to be that person to be you know to finish with a you know the perfect gpa or whatever Mm. it's just not who i am because i'm I'm not the person who defines myself by you know my grades or my career even you know Mm -hmm. there's more to life than just that kind of stuff so and that's kind of you know a lot of people who are studying subjects like that like you know the professional subjects and or any subject really anyone who really wants to apply themselves yeah you know, it's you have to be careful you don't really want to get into that mindset of defining yourself through your marks then you know it's, it's, it's not really healthy and you know if, if you have setbacks in your career mm. and and that's all you're about then you have nothing to fall back on you know and it's good to be an all-rounded type of person i think it's necessary to to kind of um yeah, pursue other interests and you yeah, do, know, do other things. Yeah, hang out with your mates heaps. And,
1: and yeah. would you say that's kind of something, again, going back to what what you've learned? Because, again, when I was, before, at the end of high school, you really were, like, you know, chasing that perfect mark. Would you say that's true? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And then yeah. afterwards, at uni, you didn't so much, like, focus on that. And then you've learned to just... You know, yeah, more,
2: ultimately, like yeah. you know, like 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 you guys, mm. uh, you, w- we're pretty all rounded type of people, and they're the people that I'm attracted to as well. That, yeah. that, that I that I want to not attracted <laughs> to in the uh, in the friend <laughs> sense. Not in, in the, the uh, uh, so I know Marvin's <laughs> a very attractive man, but <laughs> so, so is Barbara. <laughs> oh, gets the second mention. Cheers, guy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, at the end of the day, you don't like people who are so single-minded and focused on certain things and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure athletes are the same, and. People who are, you know, studying at Oxford University and future high court judges and stuff, that might not necessarily be as uh, relaxed and as easy to get along with, and you know, as uh, as someone like someone like Ma or someone like me, someone like you. So it, it it's essential to be an all rounder type of person, and uh, whatever you do, you wanna you wanna offset it with something something else, and and you have. Yeah, you, know, you have other aspects
1: yeah, definitely. to your identity. I think that's and yeah. What probably. are some of those other other aspects? Or what are some other hobbies you enjoy? That some other hobbies. That you want to talk about.
2: Mar, if you follow Mark with Mars Instagram, you'll be very aware that I uh, I love going to the beach because there's always sand in our apartment <laughs> and in my bed. There's so sand uh, in your feet right now. Yeah, you know? the sand in my feet. I just went for a swim. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I love I love to go surfing. I love surfing. Started out bodyboarding heaps, and I've transitioned to stand-up surfing. Not not amazing at it, but it's super fun and I'm definitely addicted to it, that's for sure. Um, unfortunately, now I work full-time. I, I can't really go too much. I'm a weekend warrior. One of those guys out there on Saturday and Sunday. But um, apart from that, I play golf a bit as well. I'm a big golfing family. Um, brother, mum and dad play and a couple of my other mates play as well.
0: And that's really about it. That's all I really do. <laughs> Do we, do we go out on the weekends often or? Oh,
1: not anymore, mate. Not anymore. Maybe before my Europe trip. <laughs> How about your love life? Do you want to talk about that? Or? <laughs> no, no, not really. It's non-existent at the moment.
0: Yeah, interesting, mate. And just wanted to touch on sort of a word that you mentioned previously. Mm. You mentioned the word life and you sort of talked about uni and your travels and going through the process and things like that. Do you have any tips to, you know, younger guys growing up mm. as to, you know, all, I guess when we were growing up, all we were told was, oh, you need to get a high mark in mm. high school yeah. to get this position in university. Given that you've been mm. through the process now, w- what are your thoughts on not just guys but also mm. girls going through the system mm. now and any tips that you've learned? Uh,
2: I guess one of my main tips would be not to put any pressure on your 12. I know doing well in year 12 is definitely going to is definitely going to be beneficial for 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 people if you're willing to put in that time and effort in year 12 so you can get a short entry or whatever but at the end of the day don't kill yourself in year 12 because there's there's no point and it's better to do badly in year 12 and do well at uni than it is to do well in year 12 and do badly at uni because at the end of the day school doesn't does not matter one bit it's your university marks if, um, if, if you're in an industry like law where it's quite competitive marks wise. So that would be my tip. My other tip would be that if you're at uni and, and you're perhaps not in the right mindset to be getting good grades or be getting the grades that you feel that you are able to achieve, then take a break, definitely take a break. Don't try to get through it and perhaps get you know, average marks and then not ruin your degree but but your degree is not as good as what it could as what it could be if you just took a 6 months 6 month break for instance uh, come back fresh try really hard and then you um then you sweep yeah, you seem yeah.
0: very passionate about this advice, Sloaney. Is mentoring something that you'd eventually go down? Is that a path that you'd oh, like to take?
2: Absolutely, for sure. I mean, I, I would like to have achieved a bit more success to be able to justify my position as a mentor, for sure. Um, but, you know, I could definitely see myself doing that in in, like, in years to come. Absolutely. I mean, I'm only just a graduate at the moment, so I'm still kind of finding my feet in the legal industry I'm not even admitted yet so I'm technically just a law graduate and a lawyer but um know, yeah, if i if i stay in the industry and start to really enjoy it and decide that this is what i want to do with my life then i could definitely um, i'd definitely yeah, love to help out younger people but people who were in my position who are in the position that i was back when i was at university like for instance like even even when my brother was going through year 12 and he's at uni now i i, I told him these things and i said there's no point in you know killing yourself and really beating yourself up over over what's happening in year 12 particularly like like when you're in year 12 you want to go out you want to you want to drink with your mates and you're, you're interested in like you know getting with girls and like if, if, the, if you're that way inclined <laughs> but <laughs> and yeah just having a good time and so studying, like you, you you could be a genius if but you just got other priorities, you know what I mean, and and that happens to people. That could be that could be you are seventeen. That could be you when you're 22, and you generally, you know, you've got other commitments, so you have to kind of like find a way to balance them.
1: Mm. Yeah. You talk about uh, well, Vams asked you about mentoring. You've done. Is it correct that you've done a bit of mentoring of Aboriginal children up in the up in the north? <laughs> oh yeah, I've done a bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> Do I talk about it's, that it's, a little bit.
2: Like, There's a little plug to the Bob Network. Um, yeah. They run um, school holiday programs up in Derby. It's a it's a uh, Aboriginal community called Mullengem. Um Yeah, so basically the the bulb network just goes up there and helps out um, running this this program over the school holidays for these kids who really don't have anything to do um, up there. So they get bored, and then often what happens is that they get into bad bad habits, and there, there was a massive suicide. Um, you know, that's like a spate of suicides up mm. there I, over a certain period of time, it was it was in, it, it was crazy, and there were really really young kids um, attempting suicide. It was it was how, insane. How old? How young? are oh, sort of I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be in a position to say, but I I I remember that it was younger than what you'd expect. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's very young, and it's just, it just gets really really boring up there, and so there's nothing else to do apart from you know hanging out with the older boys and potentially get into some bad habits and stuff and so it's it's good to go up there and give these kids something to do and it's good to you know build relationships with, with the community the elders in the community and stuff i mean i've only been up there t- been up there twice so i wouldn't be in a position to kind of like really you know say what what they do up there hmm. but it's definitely a good thing and i've done it with patty i've done it with my ex-girlfriend and it's been yeah, it's definitely a good experience for sure
0: and what was your motivation behind that? What really sort of driven you to go down that pathway and give back to the community?
2: Oh, well, at the, at the beginning, mom, my mum's involved in it because she's a uh, minister the
0: Uniting Church. Oh, shout out to Mrs. Yeah, Sloan.
1: Shout out Karen to Tra- Sloan. <laughs> also known as the Bank of Karen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, funded me for a while then. I was <laughs> unemployed. <I'm not> <laughs> Still funds him. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, sorry, continue. But uh, yeah, um, what was the question again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what motivated you to get involved in that type of community service?
2: Uh, yeah, mum originally got me into it. Um, I thought it would be a good idea at the time, so Patty and I went up there. I was, I was, it was a really, really good, positive experience and um, I got a lot out of it. And then I went went there again because my ex-girlfriend was interested in going and um, she's been out there a couple of times actually without me as well. So. But like at the end of the day, like I we everyone gets a lot out of it, and it's really good to see to kind of you build relationships with these kids who are so so nice and loving and fun, and it, yeah, it's it's a really rewarding experience. I would, I would encourage anyone interested to to pursue that and volunteer in an Aboriginal community for sure.
0: And you say it was a really fulfilling experience. How how would you describe sort of the feeling that you got walking away from it when it was all said and done, and you come back to Perth and you reflected on it a little bit how how did it make you feel being able to participate in such a program
2: oh just it it kind of made you feel like privileged in a way it, well, it made you feel really feel really lucky to be in the, in the position that you are in being brought up in a really nice family in a really nice area Well, you know relatively in, in perth and stuff and you've got so many opportunities available to you and when you kind of like look at these kids in in the, in these communities and stuff they don't have all that you know, and that they're growing up in a completely different environment. So it, it makes me makes it feel obviously fulfilled um, to, to help out and stuff, but at the end of the day, you're not really doing too much. You just kind of try and build relationships with these kids and stuff. And, and at the end of the day, like I, I didn't really end up going up there too much, but the, the way you make a difference is by going up there all the time, once a year. And there are a couple guys who were involved in the Bulb Network who did that. Form these relationships with these kids at a young age, and like up, up to the time that they were like mid-teens, you know, when they're bad, where like they could either go down a bad road or a or or a, or a good one. And so, if if you kind of maintain that relationship, then you know you you. you you, you can tell them, you can be like, no, you're going down about it. You can give them frank advice and stuff, and you can potentially potentially help out and make a serious, significant difference in their lives.
0: Yeah, mm. w- although what I would definitely like to say is, I know you said you, you didn't sort of go up there that often, but I think, and sometimes we talk about it as well, Marv, sort of starting the conversation, but with your community service, the fact that you contributed, you you were willing to give up your time and you're willing to put in the effort doesn't matter how big or small it's a great thing that you did and i think that anyone listening out there as well you might think that something's a big time commitment and you might not be able to do it but it doesn't matter how big or small of a contribution you make at the end of the day a contribution is a contribution so the fact that you did that is really great work mate yeah cheers boys
2: cheers mama <laughs> yeah
1: definitely <laughs> don't, don't think i deserve it but yeah Thank you anyway. Yeah, he's a humble guy, isn't he? <laughs> um, I guess this question is a bit of a might catch you off bit off guard yeah. here. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> no, nah, it's nothing. Nothing too more than PG rated. Um, <clears throat> I remember, uh, back in summer, you and I live in Cottesloe. Very fortunate to live by the coast, one street away. That's on, it on Margaret Street. Famous there. Margaret Street. <laughs> 34, Margaret. <laughs> we won't tell you what apartment we live in. Unit three. <laughs> um, and I guess you're giving out such great advice today. You work as a lawyer, is that correct? Uh, law graduate. Law graduate. So I'm trying to make you sound a bit better than what you are. <laughs> we've got a 50% female listenership out here. So, um, And law is, you know, generally speaking, quite a stressful job. So mm. I asked you what your hobbies are, but mm. I guess what do you do to like mm. relax and de-stress you mm. talked a bit about meditation one time mm. is that something you know that's quite something that's become a lot more mainstream mm. and uh, has lots of benefits do mm. you kind of still practice that is that something you're interested
2: unfortunately, in unfortunately i
0: don't <laughs> help me I out can't, you know? i can't be
2: a proponent of the meditation I, I i can definitely see the benefit in it but i'm just too lazy to, to do it unfortunately i, I think I think my form of—I uh, I know a lot of a lot of people who who surf a lot and love the beach a lot. My form of meditation is surfing. Mm. And if I had the time to surf every day, and the surf is good every day, then I would for sure. And like, you don't have to be the world's greatest surfer to to really find solace in paddling out, and just sitting on your board, and you know, just that is meditation. Just rot, riding a wave, and some of my some of the best experiences that I've ever had are just. Surfing offshore all day and just surfing at sunset you know it's just like a, just this is special you know this is pretty, getting pretty deep but I know I keep going I, I, I know everyone um, everyone who serves feels the same and so that's, it's like my mum going to church it's like I don't go to church but you know the, like the beach the ocean's my church it sounds kind of kind of lame but it, it is and it's true it's like and even even just swimming and stuff just going to the beach like today I had a bad day at work all I want to do like was get out of work, so I went home, went for a dip, walk back up, walk back up to the house, and just felt a million times better. Just wash the day off, you know. And so it's, I guess that's kind of my form of coping with stress. And you know, if you have a bad day, what are you going to do? Go for a swim, go for a surf, whatever. Mm.
0: You talked about that connection there, Sloane, and sort of is that. Does that come down to you know your connection with the water? Like, how does that make you feel, or is it more than that? Or
2: oh, not really. I mean, like, I'm not the world's greatest surfer. I'm, I'm more of a. When I started, like I said before, I started out bodyboarding for a while. I'm half decent bodyboarder, <laughs> no, nothing amazing either. So I'm not going to proclaim myself with some like soul surfer or anything. But <laughs> no but, Kelly Slater. No, definitely no <laughs> Kelly Slater. But um, but yeah, this this definitely makes you happy for sure. And if you and if you enjoy surfing then you just want to, you're addicted to it, you just wanna get, get out. And it's not just the act of surfing, it's it's getting out of the ocean. You know, getting out of the ocean, getting wet, getting getting dumps, you know. It's good to get a bit of a rinse off. This is just an amazing feeling. Going down south, getting wet, it's just it makes you feel a million times better. I'm sure you boys are the same. Like going like Marv Marv swims quite a bit at COP and uh, I know that you know, it's, it, it makes it feel so good. Like, it's freezing. It was freezing the Savo, But, yeah,
1: it's, it makes it even better. You just you just jump yeah. in. One of our neighbours, funnily enough, he goes down quite a bit, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wade. <laughs> he wears... Shout so, out to Wade. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Wade. He's yeah. one of our neighbours. And, yeah. yeah, he swims like... We've counted one day when we've spent all day at the apartment. He probably swims six mm. or seven times. And, yeah, just going in there, even though the water's freezing, it's just nice... It's a nice feeling. I went to, for a swim today. Well, was today's May. It's the end of May, so it's nearly June, and it would be freezing, and I went down at Layton Beach, South <laughs> Beach, and then ended up for a swim in the North Beach as well today, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, speaking of swimming, boys, do you remember that time? I think it was last year. We all went to, I think it was just north of Cottesloe Beach. I don't think I had been to the beach much before with Sloaney. So yeah, we jump in the water and Sloaney's sort of paddling and splashing away and he looks back at me and he looks at me and he's like, Mums, can you swim? <laughs> Just because I'm brown, you question my <laughs> swimming abilities. <laughs> no, that mate, <laughs> You're waving your arm in the air as well. So. Oh, mate, this is a stitch up. I can swim, all right?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, some people can't swim. I think it's a nice privilege. We've got a friend, if he's listening, Kenny T. He, <laughs> he
0: can't swim. <laughs> I've, t- yeah. I've tried to
1: teach him down at Beattie Park how to swim a few he's
0: times. He's got the cutest cheeks in the world, old Kenny T, doesn't he? Yeah,
1: he does. He's a cute looking character, but <laughs> can't swim, unfortunately. <laughs> next to
2: a-
0: learn. He lives in Perth. He needs to learn. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you could teach him, Sloney You're a giving person. You've nah, done community mate, nah. service. Can't you not teach Kenny <laughs> well, that's, to swim? That, that's my
2: job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've tried. I took him down to Beatty Park for a good six weeks. <laughs> blocked there and couldn't couldn't yeah. um, help him at all. Uh, Sloney we live in Cottesloe. What do you reckon is a nice little, what's your favourite cafe or your go-to spot? Oh, we talked about to give a few it away. talking <laughs> talked <laughs> about it a few weeks ago. We <laughs> want to know where you take you you know, where you take your dates, maybe, my or dates. where you go by yourself. <laughs> when I have a date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the rare
2: occasion. Yeah, on the very rare occasion I actually have a date. Um, yeah, so I, my go-to is Eric Chamberlain, if, anyone's, if any of your listeners have heard of that. Yeah. Uh, on the corner of Eric Street and Chamberlain Street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so original. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not a big fan of the old, uh, what's that
1: one you go to? Oh, I go to North Street store all the time. So do the yeah. nice cinnamon scrolls. But Nate what I've noticed about Nath, great cook, terrible clean, <laughs> and no absolutely zero patience. So he, he yeah, drives down patient. North Street and sees three people waiting outside, and he just drives <laughs> straight on. <laughs> uh, pretty true, pretty true.
0: And talking about you guys being roommates, Lonnie, tell us <laughs> housemates. <laughs> oh, sorry, housemates. I, I undersold the value there. How did you find the experience of moving out, moving out of home? How how did that make you feel? Oh,
2: amazing. Honestly, it was one of the best things. It's been it's been really like fun and interesting <laughs> living with a mate. But like, hell good, you know. Yeah. Like so much better than living at home, that's for sure. And uh, I know that it gives me shit for being how um, messy, and I know I'm messy, but because Martha's clean freak, <laughs> so two extremes
0: living together. You, you've got Martha Stewart and who's someone who's not clean? Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah. You've got Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg living under the same
2: roof. Yeah, that's it. Now, but but it kind of offsets each other. Like you know, it's a good balance. It's yeah. good. It's not too bad. Like I'm not that bad. It's just my room's so messy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and how often do you go home? Do you still miss the ahead. fam or what's the uh, setup
2: there? Yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, like, I was pretty close to my family. I still am. I go once a week, go on Tuesday for dinner, usually stay over. Um, and I, st- I still see mum and dad and all that quite a bit. Yeah, so it's, it still works out well. It's just uh, they live in um, up Caranap Way. And it's such a far, it's so far away from Cot. It's, such a, it's
0: about a half an hour drive. Yeah, you think it's not that far because
1: you go up West Coast Highway, but it's very far,
0: isn't it? So far. Mm. And who does the washing, mate? You or your mum? At at home. Oh, I mean, do you have extras that you get your mum to wash or you all just do it yourself? (laughs) Mate, just do it yourself?
1: (laughs) Not like you. (laughs) Here's a bit of a story about Sloaney. When we moved into Cottesloe on towards the end of January, we um moved in, you know, did our beds up and everything, and eight weeks later... Oh, he cleaned it his, gets longer. He cleaned his bed sheets for the first time. Nah, it wasn't eight weeks. It was about a month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting stitched up. Six and a half.
0: <laughs> Rounded up to seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, round it down to three, I <laughs> Give him the benefit of the doubt. So you mentioned earlier that uh, you have a brother, Paddy... T- yeah. tell us about your relationship with him. Are you guys fairly close? Are you guys best mates? What's the yeah, setup we're, there? Yeah,
2: we're super close. I and mean, then we're probably not as close as we were because he's um, he's got a lovely girlfriend named Maddie. <laughs> um, but we're we're still super tight. We still surf uh, quite a bit together, play golf quite a bit together. I'm um, still seeing every week. Uh, but he's he's committing to his studies now, so that's really good. And he's in a long term relationship and. Um, He's also starting... Hey, I was going to say, starting, give him the plug. Uh, he's, he's got a new business. He's got a new business venture. It's, uh, he's a jewellery maker yeah. at the moment. And, and what's it called? It's called
0: Geordie Taylor. And what's the Instagram handle?
2: Uh, Geordie underscore Taylor. And Geordie
1: is spelt G-E-O-R-D-I-E, like Geordie Bay and they're pretty good uh, Varns and myself have both ordered a double shot connection ring <laughs> M- matching rings yeah. to go with the matching tattoos yeah. <laughs> thanks Paddy <laughs>
2: yeah I, I have a couple uh, he gave me one for, my, for uh, my birthday which I've actually lost down the beach <laughs> already <laughs> but he, he gave me another one as well so they're good they're getting a bit of a getting, uh, getting a even at work
0: I'm sure the old mate that's always there in the morning with a metal detector will eventually find a ring for you, Sloney. Yeah, I'd say. You you mentioned that Paddy's knuckling down with his studies. Do you think you've had a positive influence there? Like what kind of influence have you had on Paddy growing up?
2: Yeah, to a certain extent, I reckon at the beginning I was probably a bit of a poor influence. Um, Just because I I was at uni, I wasn't doing, doing too much and he was at school and I was encouraging him to surf in the morning and you know I'd often uh, take him surfing in the morning and then if the surf was really good I'd be like no nah, nah, fuck it I'll just uh, just give it another hour I'll <laughs> just write you a note <laughs> write you a dentist note or something so I was pretty poor in that respect but I think towards the end particularly when I um, when he was at uni and I was at uni a couple of years ago I was really trying hard to kind of like um, get a good grades so I can get a job and I think he, he saw that and he realised that he kind of needed to to do the same, and like at the the first few years, like he doesn't, he, he gets good good grades for sure. But OT is something that kind of is more practical. You don't really need it. It's not so much about your GPA and your WAM. But uh, first few years he was a bit lazy, and now he's really knuckling down because he he realizes that he really wants to be an OT, and he knows where he's going. And I f- I feel like w- when you really love a subject, you you just you dominate it. You you really try hard, you study hard, you study harder than you would if you don't like it it's just a chore. So, and, and now he's got, he's got a long-term girlfriend, so I think they can kind of, looking into the future, they, they want to kind of set their lives up, you know, they, they want to, he wants to get a job, wants to start earning money, wants to move out, you know, so. Yeah.
1: How does that make you feel? You're young. I think I said a few words Just ago. The my, same place, <laughs> yeah, my, my younger sister has a. As I said yeah. a few weeks, a younger sister moved out. Happy relationship. Great job. How does that make you feel? Your younger yeah, yeah. brother Highly honestly. inadequate. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why we're good housemates. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And you mentioned Paddy's realised that he wants to become an OT. When was the point in your life that you realised you wanted to be a lawyer?
2: i reckon probably even just last year to be perfectly honest yeah. i was never sure never sure i never like, i was yeah i never really really knew to be honest particularly early on i was like had no idea what i wanted to do it's kind of like you where you kind of you kind of thrust into it because you're you're stronger at humanities and or you, or you got the grades to kind of yeah, get into it. it yeah or parents tell you to get into it whatever and so i wasn't really sure until but once, once I've actually started working and started getting a bit of experience in, in the area, I've, I've found out that I love it.
1: I love the subject. It's just a matter of um, kind of engaging in it,
2: you know, like I said before.
1: And where do you want it, like, where do you see yourself in, say, five years' time? Oh, partner. <laughs> <laughs> partner of Free Does that mean Barnes and I get pro bono? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, five years' time, I don't know. Hopefully, none, hopefully my employer isn't listening to me, so prospective employers. <laughs> but, um, I don't know I think I can see myself still being a lawyer in five years time for sure and maybe I don't know just five years time I I couldn't care less where I'm at to be honest provided I still have a job maybe in the future I'd like to eventually be relatively successful I'm I'm not I don't desire to be super wealthy or anything or some high court judge or some QC just want to be relatively comfortable and enjoy what I do and uh, yeah that's about it and also have have a life outside of work, which is very important.
0: Oh, definitely. And the balance is so important. So talk about being successful. Bit of a out of field question for you. <laughs> what what do you define as being successful? Oh,
2: I reckon just being happy, eh? To be honest. Hundred percent. Yeah. I just being happy, like I could be I could be a bin man I could be a bin man (laughs) one of my mates actually applying for a job as a dump truck driver up north like dump truck driver but he'd be earning way more money than me that's the thing so it it, honestly who cares about whether you're some investment banker earning half a mil or a mil a year or whether you're just whatever some like a tradie yeah exactly I, I couldn't I couldn't care less provided you're happy and you're not you're not unhappy with what you're doing and you enjoy what you're doing which is so important in my view i reckon so many people are kind of caught up with i want to make heaps of money and they're fucking working till 9 p.m every night and burning themselves out just doing mundane work it's like Mm. man like i can props to people who love doing that but at the end of the day like that's not for me
1: do you reckon those arms yeah. would be able to handle throwing all those bins out, uh, Sloanie? Oh,
2: for sure. If anyone's um, seen me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Hulk. I'm bigger than Marv. I gym every day.
0: The fact about Sloney is that, you know, you rock up to his house, he's casual. He's always, you know, got his shirt off and he, he sings beers every night and he's, <laughs> He's got a pretty good rig He's, uh, got, he's got the v cuts. He's got the <laughs> Talking me up He's got the shreds going And I'm like mate How the hell do you do that Sinking all that yeah. beer Like what's the secret <laughs> oh, I, just,
2: I just can't put on weight That's why like, I, I could eat anything And I just can't put on weight It's impossible Even when I was trying To put on weight <laughs> When I was attempting Going to the gym I <laughs> just can't put on weight So It's just impossible and if anyone knows me as well, I do love having <laughs> a beer, a beer or two, which is also
1: another thing. is It's my another version of my meditation. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to. We've been living together since January, so that's f- what three, four months. How many nights do you reckon you've gone without having a beer? Oh, I reckon probably a handful, even less than that.
2: <laughs> What's your favourite beer? Uh, it changes, it changes every day.
0: I'm on goats at the moment. Oh, the mountain goats. Yeah, the mountain goats. Yeah. Pretty good? Oh, yeah, 100%. So good. What do you think of EME Export?
2: Oh, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. I'm more of a boutique beer kind of guy. I'm in between. Sometimes I go, yeah, the Cooper's Green. <laughs> oh, Cooper's <laughs> Green's pretty and, nice. and, and that's probably, yeah. And then otherwise, if I'm oh, single fan's always good and,
0: yeah, along those lines. Do you venture out into the eastern states brews or you stay oh, local?
2: Yeah, yeah. Occasionally. Occasionally. Like
0: uh, Young Henry? Is that Young
2: Henry's Eastern States brew? Yeah,
0: right? it's in Sydney, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. What about Furphy's? Oh, I'm not a fan of the Furphy. Mm, yeah, Victorian nah. brews are
2: just nah, crap. Nah, uh, up Vicks,
0: but... <laughs> not a fan. Yeah. And why is that? Just the taste? or yeah, the Because taste. it's from Victoria? Oh, they both. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of state rivalry brewing yeah, there. No, I'm not a fan of Victoria, right. Eh? <laughs> Do you think you'd ever brew your own beer?
1: Oh, maybe. That's probably my passion.
0: Mate, you drink so much of it, mate. There's your, there's your side hustle. Yeah,
1: you'd save so much money. Yeah,
2: I would, but I probably wouldn't make it. Like, I wouldn't like it this <laughs> shit.
0: But that's the thing—you don't have to like it. But as long as other yeah, people, you're like it, yeah, you money. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. that's it.
2: Yeah, do
1: you have any side hustles or anything
0: you'd no, like I'm, to? I
2: I'm, I'm not a big side hustle. I know you boys are. Hmm. I know, like, you boys make so much money off the side, but I, I'm just not <laughs> disciplined enough. <And laughs> I, I know how how much effort it takes just watching math. Day to day, like he, um, you know, a lot of people hear what he does and they think, oh, "I could do that's piss easy," but it actually takes a lot of effort and a lot of time. And I just, I can't do, I couldn't do that. Oh,
1: now I feel bad about saying that you're untidy and complimenting me. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, would there be anything that you'd be interested in, like that you'd want to give a crack? If you, uh,
2: I, I think I, I yeah. actually quite, am quite fascinated by, um, like the stock market and stuff. I mean, I know. I don't fuck off about <laughs> it, um, but I know Marv uh, just bought a book, <laughs>
1: a biography of Warren Buffett. It's a fat book. So I might give that a read.
0: Fatter than your face, Marv. <laughs> Fatter
1: than my cheeks. Yeah, it's a big book. I bought it on Amazon and it came in like a week, but yeah, I think it's like 600 mm. pages and I'm 20 pages in and I'm <laughs> so, so how
2: about you, Marv? Do you, um, do
0: you have any side hustles that I know about Marv's? Yeah, I think, I guess, with the side hustles, Marv sort of gets me involved. I'm grateful that he gives mm. me the tips. But, yeah, mm. uh, definitely like to look into a bit of foreign exchange and just what the market's doing. So, also, I think the biggest stock is investing in yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> but you investing know.
1: in a better bean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, just for context, I'm wearing a maroon colored stussy beanie and it really brings out my eyes don't you don't you agree Mark (laughs) no definitely not (laughs) but if you were to invest in a stock Sloaney, what would it be just off the top of your head what stock would you invest um, in apart from
1: investing in yourself (laughs) I I reckon um, Berkshire (laughs) why is that oh
2: Oh, <laughs> no, I'm <far> too much important. <laughs> yeah. The buff man as up
1: <laughs> Yeah, the buff
0: master one. Buffett can probably can advise you what to do and where to go. No, I would have no clue. I need someone to show me. <laughs> to
2: be perfectly honest, I know my my dad's really. He doesn't have a portfolio or anything, but he's so smart at, in that stuff. In that stuff, so I, I reckon when I'm in a position to kind of like put you know create a portfolio, then I'd, I'd get his help and I'd. Hit up you boys as well because you guys are good at that stuff. Give Warren Buffett a call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you mentioned before your brother Paddy's sort of making his own rings, plugging shout out Geordie Taylor once again. Is that something that you'd do? Like, would you do a small business like him? Like, it doesn't have to be rings but is there something that you see yourself making or getting into?
2: I mean, I I love the idea theoretically of doing something but I'm not interested (laughs) in anything. I'd like, you know, I don't... I couldn't I, I
0: wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. But mate, you're such a fashionable guy, you know? <laughs> you know I absolutely adore yeah, your fashion yeah, yeah. sense. Is fashion something you could get into or uh, you just like dressing yourself?
2: Uh, oh, I don't, I'm not good looking enough, mate. <laughs> mate,
0: it doesn't matter about looks, it's just about your clothing.
2: Uh potentially, who knows? But I don't think so at the end of the day. He's wearing right. my girlfriend's jumper. <laughs> I don't it's
1: a lovely know about jumper. It. So i might like, actually
0: wearing her jumper as well. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just left out just freezing in the cold over here. But what colour is the jumper, Sloney?
1: Uh, it's, it's,
2: it's a kind of vintage green colour. It's a really nice one. Uh, she, apparently she got it from the op shop for three bucks or something. Yeah, right. And it fits me perfectly.
0: I'm quite a small guy. <laughs> <laughs> and is op shopping something that you enjoy? Or you just yeah. get other people to do it for you? Nah, I get, other to, I get other people to get my <laughs>
2: slaves to do it for me. <laughs> he's <laughs> minions uh, I, I do enjoy like I'm a bit like you like you know I do enjoy like wearing nice clothes and stuff but I, um, I'm um, i very I'm not very rich guy either so I can't really afford <laughs> too many nice clothes but I, I, I do like it I do I'm pretty kind of interested in it I guess but potentially maybe I know Math talked about kind of creating something along those lines uh, I wouldn't mind um, helping out but I probably wouldn't do it myself unless I kind of just was like you know just left left law
0: and yeah yeah all right so pop trivia sloney just so just to keep you on your toes (laughs) what's the name of our podcast double shot connection and what's our instagram handle would have no idea (laughs) double shot connect oh mate you're right on the ball there and do you know what i just did I just got you to plug us, and it saved me <laughs> concluding this podcast. How good is that, Sonny? Man, no, worries. no worries, boys. Any concluding comments, Marv?
1: Yeah, I just want to say briefly, again, Nathan Sloan, thank you very much for appearing on the podcast. And also, I know I rip into you for your <laughs> lack of tidiness and all these other things, but I just really want to say... Above all, he's a, you're a very good man and I'm very happy ah. living with you. Cheers, ah, mate. I've known you for 15 years. I think they say after seven years of friendship, you've got a friend for life. That's and it. Not only do I have a friend for life, but I've got a brother. And ah, that's it. I'll let the um, untidiness slide, <laughs> but yeah, you're a good man and you've helped me uh, making the moving out
0: experience very enjoyable and thank you for coming on
2: no cheers boys it's been a
0: pleasure yeah and just want to thank you again for coming on sloney and if you're not listening to us on spotify double shot connection if you're not listening to us on apple Podcasts, also double shot connection check us out on instagram at double shot connect we love interacting we haven't received any <laughs> dms from you guys yet so have a chat with us we're always interested to know what you're up to where you are in life or whatever's happening so hit us up and thanks for listening guys